Hey, you're listening to Innovators Can Laugh, the fun startup podcast. I'm your host, Eric Nocher. On ICL, we interview an innovative entrepreneur in the European tech startup scene every week. My goal is to have my guests share their wisdom while having a little fun in the process. Now let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people. How y'all doing? This is Eric here, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me out of your very busy day as I get to talk to some of the most inspiring and innovative people in the startup scene here in Europe. Now, I'm going to introduce you to Maxime Rotaru, but before I do that, I don't want you to miss a single episode of Innovators Can Laugh. So whatever platform you're on right now, if you haven't already, just reach out and give that subscribe button a push. That way you're notified every time there's a new episode. All right. Anyway, my friends, really excited about this. I'd like to introduce you to Maxime Rotaru, founder and CEO of WebBambus. They are a custom software development firm that helps you strategize, design, prototype, and build digital products. They specialize in fintech, fitness, and medical. WebBambus has more than a dozen customers and they're projected to do about 1.2 million euros in 2023. Maxi, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Eric. Thank you for inviting. Yeah, how are absolutely. you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I had some goulash for lunch today. The kids are with Bunica. They're with grandma. And so it's pretty quiet here. I can actually focus and get some work done, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I also have a small daughter, so I, I fully understand you. <laughs> yeah. How old is she? Yeah, she's three, three and a half. Okay. That's my daughter's almost three and a half too. So yeah. Yeah. Same age. Great. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Well, very, very cool. If you were in Bucharest, I'd say let's do a play day, but you're in Timisoara, right? Right, right. Yeah, we are We are in Timisoara. Okay. So I noticed, Maxime, that your background is in software development, working at different companies like Half Romania and a few others. How did you come to the idea of starting WeBambus? Oh, it's, it's, it's interesting. So it was like, at some point, yeah, I was working as a software engineer in a company here in Timisoara. And it was a huge company. I think there, there are like 10,000 employees around the world. And I just wanted to be in a company to be closer to the decision maker, you know? And I started to, to, to look up for local companies, Romanian ones, where I can go and I don't know, be closer to, to the CEO, to, not special to the CEO, but to the decision maker. And I found like that they, they were not so many companies here that were doing what I was doing. I mean, engineering with those programming languages. So at that moment, it was for me like, hmm, okay, probably I have to start something. So basically, this is how it started. It but did like, you have an entrepreneurial background? I mean, were your parents or did you have any family that were entrepreneurs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father was an entrepreneur for the, almost the entire life. So he had like several businesses. So I would like, very close to what entrepreneurship means. So, okay. Yeah. She was taking me with him to the office. So I, I know I knew all that stuff. What kind of work was he doing, Maxime? Oh, he, he had like different businesses, but I think that the, the longest one was having like trucks and delivering goods all around Europe. So he, this was the, the longest one that he had. Okay. Okay. Do you recall any, any advice, any good advice that he gave you that stuck with you? Yeah, he gave me like tons of, of advice, but I think that the, the, the one that stuck very much with, with me, with my personality and in general, I was, I am following since now is like, 
if you promise something, make sure that you, you deliver that. And I think that this is like the key for, you know, we are always talking to people and saying a lot of stuff, but you have to be very careful of what you are promising because after that, the people are preparing their plans based on that. So basically yeah. this, this is the most important thing that I, I remember from my father. Absolutely. I think your word is everything. I think it, it's your reputation. It's your credibility. Right. And, you know, if you can't deliver on it, then why would somebody trust you in the future? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And at, at some point our motto was building trust. So it was like, we, we wanted to, to, to show, to share trust with, yeah. to show that we can do that. Now it's so funny because in, in the English language, particularly, I think this is like more popular in the UK and India, India, there's like a saying that, that says, you know, I got bamboozled. And so when I hear the company name, we bamboos. That was like the first thing that I thought of was like, oh, you know, getting bamboozled over here. <laughs> and bamboozled means like, you know, somebody got one on me. They tricked me or, you know, something like that. Now, where did the name We Bamboos come from? Oh, it came, it came, it, it was like a situation at some point we, we just wanted to, it, it was the first, the first project. So we didn't have any name, anything. We just opened a Slack and we needed to just give a name. And the, the guy that created the workspace just put there bamboos. It, it was like something that came first to his mind. So he just put there and, and, and it remained for a long time. I think it, it was there for almost one year. And at some point we just understood that, okay, what we are doing is growing and we need like a brand, we need a name, you know, this, this kind of stuff. And we started thinking, okay, what the name? And it was like, okay, we had the bamboos. It's something interesting. It's, you know, the plant is growing very fast and you know. And we started to find something around bamboos and we were like to be like, we, we are bamboos, you know, we, we, and after that it became like, we want to grow like bamboos, you know, that's bamboos is yeah. like one meter per day or something like that. Very, very, very fast. Okay. Yeah. From the bamboo tree. Got it. Okay. Right, right, now, right. where did you get your first client? I mean, how did you, how did you, how did you land your first client, Maxime? It was the, a friend of, of my friend. It was like... The, the idea is that we, we started with a product and everyone, while after we finished the, the product, we, we started to, you know, to sell it to, to, to anyone. We tried to go in different conferences and people started to know about us. But, you know, in 2015, software was not so, okay, it was common, but for non-technical person, it wasn't like mainstream stuff. And everyone knew that these are the guys that are doing some software. What is this? We don't know. And, and, and at some point, one of our friends just asked us, Hey, do you, what you are doing? We are doing websites at that moment. We are doing just simple websites. And he just referred another friend from Berlin. So it was like our first client at that moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, who was your first hire? And what was that experience like trying to get somebody to come on board a new startup? Thank you. Yeah, it, that's funny that last Friday I met, we, we are working fully remote and last Friday, some of our teammates came here in Timisoara and we met and at some point they asked me how you hired the first employees. The, this was the question because she was there present. The idea is that at that moment, definitely we had no processes of hiring. It was again, somebody, we, we were looking for somebody to help us with the product. So we just asked around, Hey, do you know somebody? They said, Hey, look. This is this girl could could help you. We just met with her. We met in a pub. Had a couple of questions, and after that, we said, "Yeah, you you are fired." It's okay. 
And by and by the way, she's still with us. So <laughs> she's the first one, and she's still with us. And she's like now now she's doing our some of our interviews, and, and yeah, we're laughing that everything changed from that month. <laughs> Is she inviting? <laughs> Inviting the applicants to a pub and asking them, you know, a couple of questions <laughs> that, that you asked her. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it was at that moment. Yeah. All of them were, we, we, we had no office at that moment. So yeah. we just were inviting everyone in a pub, talking yeah. a little bit of them. No, no technical questions, nothing. We were yeah. just, we, we were trust. We, 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 you say that you, you could do that. We just trust you and that's, that's all. Yeah, it's actually a really good strategy. Well, back when I was in, in, in the States and working for publicly traded companies, I think the last two positions that I got hired for, I was having lunch with my potential boss, but people say that it's good to go, you know, out to lunch or dinner because you get to see the person in a social setting and you get to just see how they interact with other people, which is very, very important because Obviously, if it's going to be a good hire, you want somebody who can collaborate well, speak well, engage well, and that there's no better atmosphere than actually being out in a social setting and uh, whether it's at a restaurant or a bar. So, hey, you were actually ahead of the game before you even knew it, Maxine. <laughs> yeah. By doing yeah. the tactic at the bar, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it is that we, we are still doing, of course, now we have like a very rough process of hiring with a lot of... However, it's not very tough. We, we are trying to simulate like a normal day. You know, you have all the resources. You can Google, you can do anything. You can do it from home. But, but still, we, we, I am having all the interviews. I mean, the first call is with me and I'm yeah. trying to see is this the right person for this team or not? So based on that feeling, the, the process continues or not. Got you, got you. Okay, so you got your first hire. What were some early obstacles that were in your way? Maxime of growing the company? I think it was like, we, we didn't know where exactly we want to go. We, we hadn't, we, we didn't have a goal. The, the only goal that I had, as I mentioned earlier, it's I just want to create a company that I like. And that's, that was well. And yeah. I, I have done that, but what's next? And, and, it, and it took like, I think around one year until we found that, okay, we don't want just to do websites. We don't want just to build e-commerce is now we want to be to build something that is meaningful, like something that cannot be done with some platforms in, in one, two days, you know? And basically this is how we switched from a simple software company to our digital product studio. We just started not just to build your product, but also to offer you like consultation. Like we, we take what you want to build and we go through you through all the steps, guide you, we explain how it goes. So after that, it's, it's easy for you also to track the progress and you understand what happened. Yeah. So, and we are calling this, sorry, discovery workshop. Gotcha. Now, if I was a tech entrepreneur and wanted to launch a startup, but I didn't know where to start, what would you suggest I do first, Maxi? Discovery calls with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The idea is that the majority of our clients are non-technical persons. So they are very good. They are experts in their industry, but this is the this is like the, the first product they want to build. And of course, there are a lot of things they have to handle beside the business. Beside the business, they have like a lot of things to, to do. So this is why we, we are trying to, through the calls, to go through all the steps like, okay, what do you want to build? What is the timeline? Do you have any constraints? What is the budget? What are the priorities? Because, you know, there, 
we had no ideal customer. Everyone has some constraints of time, budget, or quality. And based on that, we are trying to find solution. Okay, you have like a limited budget. Okay, let's try to go for some third parties. You have some limits of, I don't know, of time. Okay, let's not focus on quality. Let's focus on, on delivery, you know? And I think this is very important, not just me or the product owner or the client to understand this, but also the development team. Because if they understand that, okay, the, the priority is to build fast, they won't focus on anything else. So they will deliver fast. Or okay. if it's very important to build a high quality, then they will focus on that. So this is the most important, I think. Okay. Okay. So what's a big goal that you guys have for 2023? Oh, uh, to be honest, we, we, we have a big goal. It's not for 2023. We, I'm sure we <laughs> won't get to it. But like our big goal is to have to help three startups that will become global leaders in their industries or unicorns. So we want to help, we want to support them to, to become like leaders, at, at least leaders in their industries. So this is like our lower goal, our mission. Okay. So back to the workshop real quick, and you called it a discovery workshop. Was that correct? Like a discovery right. product? Yeah. Product discovery workshop. Okay. What's the typical length of time it will take for somebody who, who attends one of those calls or joins you guys and decides to collaborate with you and have the discovery session and from there going into a prototype into something that can actually be usable? Like what is the typical journey look like and how long does it take? It depends on, on your product in general. I mean, we, we are splitting this into in three tiers, like small projects, like medium projects and big ones. Talking about small projects, it takes like not more than two. I mean, really? from, 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 from the first call. Yeah. It's, we just have a call. We understand what you, what you want to build. And after that, we start to put all the features, all the requirements, writing all the technical side, having again, one more call with them to go through it, to, to be sure that we understood what you want to build. And after that, it's, we are starting to build like a time, sorry, a, a prototype. So we are doing the prototype for the main user journeys. For example, if it's like, I don't know, let's say an e-commerce, it's, I don't know, a login, going to a product, buying it. This is a user journey. And we do the prototype of it. By prototype, I mean a design where you can go and click on buttons. It's not the product itself, but you have the real feel. You can go click on the buttons and to understand if it's good or not. And after everything okay. we do, we prepare timeline, we prepare the risks, technologies that we, we think they are the best for, for this product. And it, it takes usually not more than two weeks for a small project. Okay. Do you guys also do other things like Chrome pl plugins or mobile applications? No plugins. We are not doing plugins, just web and uh, mobile development. And of okay. course, everything, everything that is linked to it, meaning jobs, meaning design, meaning automation. So everything but related to web and mobile. What's a project that you guys have done that you've been really proud of that you can kind of tell us about? Hmm. I think I have, we have a lot of projects. <laughs> I, I would say we had a product from the fintech industry. It was for the UK market where you were connecting your Xero. You know, Xero is like a platform where you have your accounting. So you are connecting all the, all that stuff to, to the platform that we have built. We were extracting the data from there. And based on that, building some, uh, what will happen in the next 18 months, you know, like what would be your revenue, what would be your profit and so on. And, and it's pretty simple that the, the interesting part there was that you were able to set some goals, like 
I want to my R&D or I want to cut some costs. And you were having like some options there you put there. And based on that, you have like models, what will happen? Because, you know, everything is interconnected. Like if you yeah. want to cut some costs, probably your revenue also will go down. And based on that, you'll, you'll see what happens. And the good result was that after we, we worked on this project for around eight months or something like that. Yeah. Eight, nine months. And then they managed to, to raise like 1 million from, from UK. So it was like a really good result and everything was like, okay, building product delivery. We helped them to raise those money. We went to talk to the CTO, to introduce him, to hand over everything. And after that, they, they raised, and it was like perfect project. All right. All right. Now, what's a, a big mistake that, that you will never make again since, since we bamboos? Sure. We've had it quite recently. I mean, the last year, one of our clients came to us and they were very prepared. They had everything. They, they looked like perfect customer. They, they knew what they want to build because usually, usually the, the clients don't know exactly they want or what they want to build, but here everything seemed to be perfect. And we were, okay, you know, everything, we just start building it. it it's fine. But it was a mistake. <laughs> after, after just a couple of months, we understood that, okay, we did it. And you don't know what exactly want to be. We understood something, yeah, something else. And it was a, uh, was a mess. It was okay. like, and from that moment, this is, we were doing our product discovery workshop, even at that moment, but it was like an optional thing we were doing when we, you know, when we were feeling that something is not okay, but now it's like a standard. You have to go through it. And it, it, we, it was a really big mistake for us. We had a struggle with that project, but in the end we had enough experience and resources to launch it. And by the way, it was launched quite recently and it has success. Also it's going good. All right. So for people listening, if you're planning to get some custom software development, it sounds like you, you definitely want to attend one of these discovery workshops here and right. that way, both, both you guys and, and the clients are in alignment of exactly what, what's needed, what's wanted and what to be delivered. Yeah. But how long does right. that workshop last? Is it, are we talking like one phone call that's, you know, like a couple of hours? What, what does that look like next week? No, it's, it's a continuous process. Like you have, for example, let, let's assume that we have now the first call. After that, we need one, two days to, to put everything together. After that, we, we, so the first point is we need to understand what you want to build. Once we understood, we start writing, putting the features like that will, that will form the, the, the product. And we start to put the features after putting the features again, we have maybe a call to understand, are these all the features that we want to build or there is something else. After having that, we start to detail, to give details to all the features, like e even though it's a login, we need to understand it's like a login just with the email or with Google, with the growth password, with all this stuff. And once we have all of that, we again go in a call, we talk to, to them. And after that, we prepare an estimation for that. And again, you know, usually when the, just putting the requirements or features is very easy. You don't have to pay for them, but when, when when starting to estimate it and when you see that every feature, every small task costs you something, you start to think otherwise to, to that. And we start to optimize everything. Do you really want that feature? Or maybe we can, this feature takes a lot of time. Maybe we can replace with another one that brings more values to, to your customers. Okay. And how many employees are right, are part of WeBambus right now? 25. And the entire company is remote, Maxi? Yep. Yep. Remote in Romania. 
So everyone, we are fully remote company, but everyone is in Romanian. Got you. All right. All right. Okay. So time for us a rapid fire questions. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready, Mekti? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First one. Would you rather have $25,000 in cash or dinner with Guy Kiyosaki? Um, Guy Kiyosaki. Okay. Okay. What is an unusual food or drink that you consume? Oh, I didn't consume, but it's always coming to my mind. Uh, when I was in Thailand, a girl was eating bugs. And every time I, I hear like something weird food, I go with my mind there. You weren't tempted to try with Mexico? No, no. In general, I like to try. I like to try food, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of protein in bugs. They, they actually sell frickets now. Uh, you, as, you know, instead of protein powder, you can put the crickets in the blender. I, I used to do that back in the day. I didn't enjoy it. I only did it like a couple of times, but uh, yeah. Okay. What's the most interesting thing that you've done in the past 26 days, Maxi? I was to a birthday of my close friend. Okay. Like dinner or just drinks? No, it was a, no, no, no. It was like a big party with a lot of people there. <laughs> So, uh, and, and probably, you know, when you have a small kid, you don't go so, so often to yeah. these kind of parties and it was like a new thing for, for yeah. me. I have to be careful because, you know, when, when you have kids, you don't really drink that much anymore, or maybe you do, but now when, you know, now when I decide to like have a glass of wine or a beer, it's like after one beer, it's like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question for you. What's the, the most death-defying act that you've ever done? Like the riskiest thing that you've ever done? Mm, starting a startup. Hey, it, it, yeah, there's a lot of pressure and stress. So I, I definitely, definitely understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And next question for you. What age did you have your first kiss? Oh, I think I was 13. Somewhere there. Okay. All right. Where can people learn more about you, Maxime? I'm not so a public person, but in general, I am trying to go to a lot of local conferences to help local startups, local people that want to, to start companies. I think there I, I'm pretty present at a lot of conferences like this. So there you can find more. They definitely at those conferences, you'll find our more okay. about our story, what we are doing. All right. I'll also put a link to your website in the show notes. Okay. Thank you, Maxine, for being on the show. Thank you too. Thank you too, Eric. Yeah. For everybody listening, think about how motivated you feel right now listening to Maxime's story. Imagine if you had missed out on that. So if you enjoyed this story, I ask that you tell somebody about it. Someone that you think would benefit from hearing about innovative entrepreneurs and the startup scene here in Europe. Now, before you get on the rest of, by the rest of your day, I want you to hear something. You are awesome. Yes, you. Now you may say, come on, Eric, you know, you just had Maxime on the show. He's pretty cool, successful tech firm. And while that may be true, if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, or a creator, you have the courage to do something that a very small percentage of people actually do. And that is try to make their vision become a reality and to create something new. So you're taking an idea and trying to turn it into reality. And that is pretty amazing, which makes you awesome. Anyway, have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. 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 
for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. 